and welcome to the other guys podcast i'm your host jerome pizzelli and i am joined as always by the one and only ryan norberg ryan how you doing how was your long break you got you had thanksgiving you've been working a lot it's kind of why we haven't recorded really in what like a week and a half so yeah we did have busy. a holiday break yeah i've just been too busy to pay attention enough to have a conversation i guess but we're back we're back how was your thanksgiving did you hang out with family i did i hung out with the fam it was quiet though sister wasn't here brother wasn't here just the parents and um, my grandfather did they choose not to come down or uh yeah my sister didn't want to come she's in west virginia weren't they there like a couple weeks ago no they didn't end up coming they're gonna come at the end of like for new year's oh gotcha that'd be cool and then the brother has his in-laws so yeah just low-key but uh but yeah so this episode i think uh is is something that that's been picking up my brain for a while and that's like the idea of of college and kind of like what it means nowadays so to kind of give you some context around kind of what i'm thinking is there was a time where i think college actually meant something where when you graduate you are automatically put on a pedestal or given more opportunity because you have that college education now i think it's diluted a lot where you come out of college and everyone has a degree it doesn't mean as much so my basic question is what's the point no i I think this is a massively growing trend. I yeah. loved college. I know you loved college, but if you want to talk about loving it, enjoying it versus its practicality, I think that's yeah. a discussion there. Yeah, I think, so obviously we like college and I think you can like college, but it doesn't seem practical anymore to actually like to do it. Cause what was your degree in political science, right? Yeah. In business. Was your major in business? Did you double majored? No, I minored. Minored. I got a minor in computer science business and major in political science. Okay. So what do, what do you do now? You're in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Are you doing like business stuff or is it like totally separate real estate? And No, it's more, it's all business stuff. Okay. So you're using your, ma- you're actually not using your major. You're using your minor. Yeah. A little bit. I got my degree in public relations and I'm not doing public relations. So, and there's a, Obviously, you mentioned the growing trend. Tons of people are coming out of school where they don't go into the job or into the field that they got their degree in. Why do you think that is? Oversaturation. Yeah, you, it's just like too many people going into one thing, like journalism, well, for example. Here's the problem with journalism is there's only so many. That's not an extremely massive industry. Like when you get a business degree, you can go into basically anything you want. Yeah, there's more avenues that you can go into yeah there's a lot more avenues same thing with computer science there's there's too many avenues like there there's not enough computer scientists graduating versus the amount of jobs that open up so it really depends on what you're trying to do yeah i i think in general though like kayla got her degree in and this was mentioned at her graduation she got her degree in sociology she's now doing marketing and i guess kind of real estate but more marketing and when they mentioned it at the graduation, there were like a lot of people go from sociology and they actually go into the fields of marketing, advertising, things like that. So they're not getting their degree in advertising or marketing, but a lot of people go into it. I don't quite understand what's, what's the purpose of getting a degree in a specific field if even if like the degree that you're or the avenue that you're going into is not 
necessarily diluted, but it doesn't, you're not doing what you were trained to do for 40, regardless of what your, of like well, what your degree is. This may sound a little cynical, but I, I very much think that the biggest problem with college students when they graduate is that they assume that they're experts in the field because they have a degree of four years behind it. And that's like not the case at all. I, because I agree. Everything I've learned in business was completely different than what I'm, what I'm doing now. It's in practice is very different from in a book. And yep. I learned that firsthand when I did my internships at Morgan Stanley about how much stuff we actually use and how much reality. There's a lot of personal interaction in business. There's a lot of getting to know people, mar- or not marketing, sorry, um, networking, all that stuff. They don't really teach you that much of that when you're going yeah. through your school. And I think the same thing it goes for almost all of them, right? Because certain degrees, I'm about to crap on a bunch of people here, but like you get an art degree, you can go run an art uh, boutique or you can go be the curator at a massive museum, but there's only so many museums and so many places for you to do that. And I always thought it was funny getting an art degree because they're like, oh, I want to be an artist when I grow up. You don't need a degree for that. You don't need a degree for that. You just need talent. And a degree will give you some more definition and understanding, but like some of the most famous artists of all time, they didn't didn't even have call it. That's not really a point. They were all crazy too. They were like all in LSD and shit. I know. So So. you can make that argument. I think that college should be really, internships should be pushed more in college. I don't care what you say. They, They constantly are like, well, you know, you can apply for this, but there's only, there's like a hundred applicants for one position. The colleges need to do a better job of getting into these companies and allowing you to get experience. Yep. The only reason why I got to work at Morgan Stanley for two summers in a row was because I knew somebody, I ended up playing golf with somebody who I was like, Hey, can I, can I interview for your position? He goes, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's it like completely com- networking. Complete coincidence and yeah. end up networking. But like I already applied for numerous positions within the PR school, Allen Hall PR. And it, again, it was like a hundred people for like one position. And there's a lot of other things that go into it, but it's, you're fighting an uphill battle from day one because now you get out of college and it's not good enough that you have four year, like a four year degree. You have to have two years of internship experience. You have to have ex- like all this experience built up when you graduate. And then they expect you to have, to go into an entry level job or to still continue to build up that experience before you actually get the job that you've been looking for, for that you've been told that you will have when you have this four-year degree. Yeah. Um, I will say the biggest issue with college in our generation versus our parents is that when our parents went to college, there wasn't that many people graduating college. So it was an actual important thing. The craziest statistic I think that people should think about is that the median income or not medium, sorry, the advantage in income, when you graduated college back when our parents graduated was like $53,000 a year is what you were guaranteed or like average was with a college degree. It mattered a lot. Now it's only, now it's only 56, but college has gone up like 600% in costs. Yeah. So, so $3,000 in the last, you know, 50 years is not a big massive jump, but the cost of college has gone up way more. So it doesn't correlate. It again, you bring me to my next point of, I think the reason why we have to go to like our generation continues to like get this idea of going to college pushed on us is because of like our grandparents. It was, you save up to go to school, you save all your money, you give it to your kid or 
your kid works through like high school. Our parents were pushed through school. Like you have to work, you have to save up and then you go attend school. Like that's what you have to do. You have to go to college. You have to go. And they've been pushing that on us. But the problem is, is like you said, inflation of costs for college has gone up crazy, absurd numbers. It's like 120,000 for out of state in some, at some places, right? So if not more, it, it doesn't, the value of college doesn't, it's like been pushed along from generation to generation, but it doesn't equal the same value that it, that it does. And I, I just, I don't know why our parents or our grandparents or for that matter, like I want it to matter at the same point that it did then. That makes sense. Like I want it to mean something. Yeah. And four years of my life. Fortunately, I'm not in debt, but like Kayla's in debt. Are you, I mean, I'm sure you're in, like in some kind of debt, your parents or whatever, loans. People pull out these loans and they make themselves in debt for like for what? Like what is yeah. the point? When- no, I understand what you're saying. I mean, the biggest issue, I don't, I don't know. I think college provided me with certain skills that I do enjoy. I think the biggest thing college does is it teaches you how to be an adult. I mean, you live on your but own at 18. You can do that without you have spending $200,000. I agree. You You probably can't. So, but my point is, is that there's certain avenues that college does teach you. It teaches you responsibility. You can't sleep through your tests. You can't do certain stuff. It does teach you some things that go on in the real world that I think a lot of high school students don't understand. They, I learned more of my first year in college than I did all four years of high school because it was a much more concentrated thing. And I think that's where college fails people is college should not be four years. It should be two years because you should be going in with what you want to do. Now, if you want to end it up in four years, because let's say you get a year and you change your mind and then you add another year. But I knew what I wanted to do when I went to college. I, I wanted to get a business degree and a political science degree. And just because I was there for so long, I added computer science, but I probably wouldn't have done that. I only added it because it, it like fell within the curriculum of all the other stuff. And I was like, well, if I t- take an extra two classes, who cares? But this BS of like general education crap. Yeah, math. I, took, I had to take math. In high school. And, and I had to like, take math in college and I'm a PR major. Not like, I don't even know how to do math now. Like when am I ever going to fucking do math? It does, like, well, that's where, math, that's where they waste your money. Like, it, but that's, oh my God, that's exactly the point is like, they make you spend all this money. They make you waste your money for four years because they're like, you're getting a higher education. You're getting a better education. But then you come out, you're not using half the education that you actually went through. And then even if you like, your major, half the stuff I learned for PR, like I want to say half probably w- won't really use. A lot of it was just kind of more like theories and things like that. So if you like half of like what I majored in, like I probably won't even actually use. So the practical stuff is like important and I get that. But like you said, it can be whittled down to one year, two years, and you can cut the cost of college in what? Massive. Oh, yeah, 60, like 75, at least 75% yes. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's kind of the thing is I think what college should be split up more into is let's say you do graduate high school and you don't know what you want to do, which is perfectly fine because no one really knows what they want to do anyways. Yeah. I mean, I switched my major. But if you have a general idea, you go into it, you can try it. If you like it, you stay with it and you're done in two years. If you don't like it, then you can stay on for another two years. It doesn't, I, I don't understand it. Like I had to take art classes like yeah. three art classes like, and they're like, I don't fucking care about art. No offense to anybody who likes art. Good for oh, you. I'm happy for you. Fuck art. I do not care. I do not care. 
I had no enjoyment in the class. It didn't benefit any of my majors. It didn't benefit anything I want to do in life. It was, comp- I paid the like, what is it? $1,400 for that class, all three of those classes for no reason. That was a complete waste of my money. Wait, I took, so <laughs> instead of having to take math, I did computer science, right? And I mean, you were in my computer science class. You ended up cheating off me a little bit. I didn't cheat off you. You cheated off me. It was even close. But my point is like, I, <laughs> I still hate you very much. For- I didn't, um, I didn't care about the course and it showed in like, in how I went about it. I relied on you a lot for cheating. I don't want to say the answers cheating, but for the information to complete the course. Right. So then like I'm gaining no, I'm gaining no knowledge. And if I was paying for the course, I'd be pissed. It doesn't like, and they make you take like gen eds and like gym. Why am I going to pay to play basketball and get taught by some high school, like pretty much a high school PE coach equivalent. doesn't, why am I going to thousands of dollars? Here's the biggest issue. Like I said, so let's say that like in computer science, there's a lot of math involved. So when you get up in the higher, higher levels, not the dumb, dumb levels like you were in. Um, (laughs) So not insulting. What happens, what happens is, is let's say that I decided that was going to be my major. Okay. So there is math involved. So they need to make sure that you have a general understanding of the math. And the math needs to be intertwined with that major. I'm perfectly okay with that. That makes sense. That makes, that makes perfect sense. sense. And I was okay with that for business because there's a lot of math in business. So it makes sense that I have to take these math classes. The problem I have is like journalism and art and sociology and some of these, these courses that have nothing to do with, with math and they make you take it anyways. It doesn't make sense. You should only be able to take courses that fall within the need in that major. Well, I guess I split it up by Bachelor of Science or Bachelor of Arts. But if like, if you take Bachelor of Arts, you have to do like language. a language. You have to do a language. I sucked at language. So I didn't why, do why do I have to be obligated to take a language that I don't care about? I'm going to do short-term memory. I'm going to get like test by test, like memorize for that test. And I'm going to forget all of the stuff I just had. Yeah, but so that's what, not. So, what's the, so why am I being forced to do that now? I should just be doing the stuff that I want to do. Language that's makes. what I'm paying for. That's yeah, but no. But if you look at. PR language makes somewhat of an idea of an idea because you can do international PR. Yeah, it, and it does, it does so logically it makes, sense. it makes more sense. But I think you should still have the ability to decide on I don't want to take a language. I, I don't want to do math. You do. Why do I have to do either one? Yeah, but that's that's what I mean, that's what the school falls under. There it's their but job like, to create the curriculum. But like what's the there, there is a point you, you backed yourself into a corner. There is a point in your major to be in language than math. Yes. But I think what I'm trying to say is like all the, the extras is like, I think we're in agreement on that. And I think it, the, just the overall value of it is, is upsetting in it. And what's really annoying about it too, is like you mentioned the jobs and the dilution of like the job market is you have all these students coming out and they can't get jobs. So then it leads to other situations. It leads to people coming out feeling entitled that they need the they need those jobs because they just spent four years spending tons of money on it, and then they apply for like, like what do you think about those commercials where they're like, what is it, SoFi and some other ones? They're like, we'll for like we'll help out with your student debt, you know, we'll cut it in half. What do you think of those? It's not a bad deal. It depends how long you have to work for them. Why? Because you have to think about it. Let's say let's say that you got one hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt. They make you work for them for four years with a salary, plus they'll forgive 50% of your debt across the four years. That's an extra $25,000 a year you work. So let's say you get paid 50,000, you're really getting paid 75,000. 
those those kind of opportunities are big deals like for instance my sister she she's a medical school well she was now she's a resident but at the time they offered her out of medical school if she went to like some rural area let's say she went to like alabama in the rural area and she worked there for four years they would forgive the entire debt she had to work after being a resident she had to work there for another two years so six years total they would forgive her entire debt of like four hundred fifty thousand dollars and she said no but that's a hell of a deal that's a pretty good deal i mean that's kind of what rtc did is like i have this con i have this obligation for fuck eight years school's paid for so it's not those aren't bad deals i think more so the thing that needs to become more important is that it comes down to what you want to do in life and you have to go out and try to either do a trade school situation like welders get paid like ridiculous amounts of money and they oh, go yeah. to welding school you for like into three it. months if and then you're or elect, or electrician or contractor all yeah. these jobs people think are like blue collar these guys make millions of dollars if you yeah. start running these especially things. if you get in a union oh my yeah. god you're did you set up um so like for me when i wanted to go into real estate originally i, I went and took my real estate exam passed that and now i'm taking another exam to do kind of financial real estate so in more of like a serious way on the commercial side of things um so but you have to get all these these things but it has nothing to do with school it's more studying and understanding it myself and then I present, I pass the license test, which shows my knowledge in that area, which I think is almost more important than my degree. I have massively sitting in front of me on my wall. So, yeah, because the amount of money I'll make off of the license that took me six months to, to study for is way more than what I'll make off my $800,000 billion uh, college degree. Let me ask you when, so your mom's in real estate, how much of, of her being in real estate helped you get a job? Not much. Um, so my mom was an MBA at USC. She worked in LA for 30 years before she did real estate. She was a interior designer for like all the buildings in LA. Like she traveled all over the country doing massive, like anytime there was a new building, she would come in and basically do all the contracts for inside the building for renovating it and doing the uh, like uh, furniture and everything. Wow. Feng Shui stuff, huh? Um, yeah. Um, but the job that I'm applying for that I'm trying to get next year, I may or don't have it at all, but I'm interviewing through all these people through mutual, either friends or family that already work in that industry. So it's so, more so, who you know, kind of situation. So it's been, so it seems like the, who, you know, has benefited you. Do you, I mean, if it wasn't benefiting you, how would you feel about it? What do you mean? Like in my case now, I, no, I, I, know. Believe I, I believe I'm at partly at fault, but I think a lot of it, the way it's complicated, I don't want to get into it, but I don't know a whole lot of people in my field. Yeah. It no, doesn't, it doesn't help me get that foot in the door to begin like anything. Whereas I like in your case, right. Have mutual friends, family that potentially could help you get that foot in the door into financial real estate. I think it goes two ways though, right? So there is, I do have a um, advantage to an extent about getting my foot in the door and conversating with people. There have been times that I've gone out of my way completely just to get my foot in the door. How? Like, like when I worked at Morgan Stanley, it's just by chance. I, I started talking to this guy and then I went out of my way to continue to talk to him, to, which led to a job. So, so you are, I mean, obviously like working... I mean, you golfed at a country club where 
elites of Eugene participated <laughs> in and golfed at. So you're obviously put like you happen to do something to put yourself in a situation to be able to network. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people though are in a situation where I'm at, where I, I can't put myself in that situation to network. I and, agree. I, and I think That's the idea of point. like, of like messaging someone on LinkedIn be like, Hey, like we're connected. Like, do you know who's yeah. hiring? Like, help That's, me out. That doesn't work. I mean, it it's the same work. thing. With, they can the same thing with advice. It's but. the same thing with cold calling. And I think that's the yeah. biggest issue. Like in my industry, when I first started, they were like, cold call, cold call, cold call. Well, no one does cold calling anymore because every time you call a stranger, they just hang up on you. Just yeah. like what, what you do yourself. You're like, no, screw you. Go away. Um, and in that case, I very much understand like indeed is not probably the best place to go find a job no but because everybody knows that indeed exists i think a more important thing to do is to do a targeted audience situation where not necessarily linkedin but more so trying to put yourself in front of people that are kind of the barriers to where you want to be and i know it seems silly like i know that seems kind of complicated to say and i'm trying to think of an easier way of doing that but it really is networking like you should go out and talk to a professor at the university of oregon and say hey what do you recommend i do because he might even though you graduated two years ago he might have a friend that could be like all right here i can get you in touch with this guy the biggest thing i've learned in this kind of i mean trying to find a different job than what i'm doing is don't ask for a job yeah all you want to do, and like heard. my goal is just to meet with these people to understand what I have to do. And my hope is that I click with one of them and he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a shot. Or he puts me in front of somebody who will give me a shot. I don't ask for things. Yeah. Only ask for like, what I say is if I can just sit down for an hour and talk to you about kind of what I want to do and where I want to be, everybody's happy to sit down and help a young kid out for an hour because you go to lunch, no big deal. Like I just had a meeting two weeks ago with the, with a guy that I, I wanted to do what he does. He gave me like a two-hour spiel about it, told me where I needed to go, what I want to do. Not something I want to do now, but he, he led me down a different avenue and another door where I do want to be that. And so yeah. that's really important. Um, networking's tough because it's, it comes down to who you know. It's like even though I think I know a good amount of people, I don't really know anybody compared to what, go off the, the the ladder of just who's who's yeah but like you do know some people you just don't think you do because you don't explore the avenues like That's like fair. i said if you start at the university of oregon don't say where can i get the internship just be like where can i who can i talk to that can help me get this stuff done or job fairs aren't that stupid i have a buddy in college who went to a job fair and it actually got him a job i've gone to the job fairs and I mean, it led to an interview and then I, it ended up not working out, but yeah, I mean, job fairs are good. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying about the networking thing. It's just the LinkedIn thing. And like, I've resorted to like Indeed and all these other like kind of job sites because there's only so many hours in a day. There's only so much time where I can spend typing up a whole like application, doing a, like a good cover letter for a company through their website and then sending it off. That takes good three, four hours, right? So then it's just like a mass, mass to quantity type thing, quality type thing. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, like putting myself out there on LinkedIn, I've never, people do that. And I'm sure you see people, they post or like message me for advice. And I, I just, they're all full of crap. Yeah, they, they are. And a lot of them are students too. They're like, I can help you. And it's like, I, I just trying to get money. It's crap. Yeah. It's, I don't know. The thing is that that's why I'm saying when you go on Indeed, you want to look for like, you guys are trying to look for a, a general kind of like job and you need to f- narrow it down to the industry and find out where they're hiring from. Like, for instance, I've been trying to get a, like I said, a job on the commercial real estate side on doing underwriting. And so I spoke with like my second cousin and he goes, Hey, look, I don't know anyone I can put you in front of, but I know which, what website these people are hiring from. And he sent me this link to like their version of Indeed. And it's com- like, it's completely different. Yeah. And it's more so trying to figure out you need to look where they're looking, not where you think they're looking. And like Indeed is great for if you want to go work at subway and they're looking for a position in your hometown but serious corporate situations it's very much getting an internship or trying to to get your foot in the door somewhere just to talk to them because they see that you're trying you're trying to talk to them about that industry and not asking for something they're more inclined to help you out yeah and just also say like look i got time i don't need to be hired next week like if if you just have any more time to sit down with me that'd be great I'll work for nothing. Please just help. I mean, that's like, I didn't end up working at Morgan Stanley, but I got offered a job after. Yeah. And I mean, but now you have those connections at Morgan Stanley that you developed for the, what, two yeah, I think internships, I think that's the biggest thing that people make a mistake in college. And I know you had ROTC, so it was a different situation. But I made sure that each summer I had an internship. Even yeah. for month. I worked every three months out of college each summer. I had a different internship. I worked in Chicago. And then I worked in Eugene. I, I wish if I could go back, I, I would push so much harder to get into like Allen Hall PR or those PR SSA. Like I would have pushed 10 times harder than I did. And I thought I pushed really hard like already. Like I met the professors. I did all like the people that were hiring. Like I thought it, it was like good to go. And then like it, they just like didn't, didn't hire me. And I did an experience with RTC, which I think I did learned a lot from it. I was the public affairs officer for the program. So, I mean, like it, it helped, but not in the same sense that like corporate, when they see that they're like, Oh, this isn't the the same thing. But I, I mean, very, I don't know. It's it's a pretty interesting conversation. I think it kind of led from, from college and kind of the devaluation of our degree. And that's kind of where we're at as a society. And I, I mean, I wish it mattered more. And didn't rely so much more on networking. But yeah, I mean, it sucks. It should be more so about your skill level and understanding. And there should be more entry-level jobs. The, yeah. pro- the biggest problem is, like I stated, the college degree offered you like $53,000 a year 50 years ago. Now it only offers you fifty six. But with inflation and everything and the cost of college going up, that's not a lot of money. Basic jobs now are just fifty six without a college degree. In reality... If your college degree was worth what it was 50 years ago, you should be getting paid like $200,000, $250,000 a year. And then it would be worth it. Yeah. But I it's not. I, I totally mean, it's agree. just, it's ridiculous. Yes. And then a lot of people end up just going to grad school because they think that's going to make a difference. I mean, I talked to you about this. Yeah. And then you're, you have an MBA that in grad like school that. and then you add another $100,000 to debt. And then they're like, okay, well, we'll pay you $30,000 a year. It's like, what? It's like, why the hell did I go to grad school? When in reality, the better thing to do is get an entry-level job and then work your way up and then you end up hiring people below you that have better degrees than you do 
I can't tell you how many people I've talked to the last like two months that were like, I got into this because on accident, or I got into this just by coincidence. Like for instance, my brother is a financial advisor. He went to school to play tennis. Well, not to play tennis. He was a professional tennis player with an English degree, basically kind of retired from tennis at like 28 and was like, well, I don't know what to do. And then my dad at the time owned a financial advising company and he goes, well, why don't you get your licensing for this? And now he loves it. This is what he does. Just by pure coincidence, he figured out that he liked it, but he got a light. He basically spent 10 years of his life doing something and then completely doing something different. And all it took was like a license that took him seven months to get. Yeah. How do you, I mean, you kind of mentioned 10 years and we can kind of wrap it up on this. How do you feel about being 24 and not, I feel like you have a better sense of like direction than I do. But do you feel like time is whittling down on like trying to get the thing that you need to like the rest of your life? I, I thought about a lot that this year because COVID really kind of, I felt like it was a waste of my life this year because this I didn't year just, this year was like whoop, gone. And then like, I know like we didn't do anything. It was a waste of a year completely. Um, but I've gotten better at being like, well, don't feel sorry for yourself. Just focus on what you want to do. Yeah. And it's helped me kind of push myself more than being like lazy where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll reach out to like my uncle and then like whatever, whenever he gets back to me, it's fine. Now I'm like, I'm like constantly like, and if he sends me something to do, I do it immediately. I'm like, all right, I want to get this done. I have my goal to do this. I think the problem is the society makes you feel like we're old, but we're really not old, dude. Like you could get a job in 10 years and have a whole career for 30 years. So don't feel old at all. And I think society makes us feel like, oh, you're two years out of college and you don't have your career. I got friends that are 29 who don't even know what the hell they're doing. So I'm not too worried about it. I just, I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm on the path I want to be on, not a path to just like make money. That's not my goal. I want to do something I want to do. And it takes time to do that. You just got to figure out what you want to do, learn some stuff about it, make sure it's something you you definitely want to do, and then just go for that path. And then every time you get a no, it's like, okay, whatever, I'll try a different path. Not a different path in career, but a different path to your goal. Like I understand what you're saying in terms of like, well, I sent out like a thousand resumes, but think about this. The person you're sending a thousand resumes to is also getting another thousand resumes from somebody else. That's, so, I mean, that's totally true. You have to target what you want to do. Yeah. If you want to go work at yeah. the Eugene like editorial, you need to go figure out, be like, look, I'm not asking for a job. I'm just asking which avenue I should take to possibly work here. Well, try t- find somebody. If you want to find somebody who works there, like on Indeed, not Indeed, on uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Don't be like, hey, dude, can I, can I get a job there? Just be like, how did you get that job? Some good advice. Have you, been yeah. talking, have you been talking to a bunch of like adults? Uh, no, I'm an inspirational speaker now, actually. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully this, this reaches more people so they can catch this. Be, and- be inspired and then I can just sell you on a bunch of crap. I'm going to be a, <laughs> what is the other ones? I love the relationship coaches too. They're hilarious. Women want to be treated like dirt. It's like, no, I, I don't think they do. <laughs> it's 2020, man. Come on. No, it's just, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's frustrating and it's again like yeah like being 24 it's um it definitely feels like this year was a waste but i get what you're saying like the whole like more motivation but i don't know i'm just like at a point now it's just i want to figure it out 
and here's I here's the point that I have. Just, it just it's been like months and months and months of like still trying to figure it out. I agree. It's, it's going to probably be another more months. But here's the way I look at it. You you say we're 24, but that's that's freaking nothing, dude. It's absolutely yeah. I mean, like in, it's nothing. And here's the thing. Now is the time to take risks. If you're going to go do something, do it now when you don't have kids in a house and like a bunch of bills and crap. Do it now where if you take a little bit of a pay cut, but you end up making more on the, up and, on the upper end, which is what I'm looking at. I'm like, well, I make this amount now, but to start in the career I want to be in, I might make less. But after three years, I'm basically making way more. And it's not even really about money. It's more so like what you want to do. You might have to eat dirt for two years, but we're young enough to eat dirt. It doesn't matter. You eat dirt for two years. It's fine. Who cares? But then you, you get to have the job where someone's like, well, how did you get there? And you can be like, here's how you do it. Well, all right. We'll wrap it up on that. Uh, any last words? I mean, you kind of got the last word in. So I think it's good to go. I'm good. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow our Instagram page. And we don't really have a Twitter, even though it's out there. But really our Instagram page for updates on our episodes when they drop. So thanks everyone.